Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy, and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. Hello, so today I'm going to talk about something that is pretty natural, I guess, for all of us to be able to do, a thing that we all get and can lead us to make decisions in an instant or stop us from doing certain things and allowing us to do certain things without actually really considering what it might mean. And I'm talking about your gut instinct. Especially today, I'm going to talk about when your gut instinct might mislead you. Your gut instinct is very important to ensure that you're paying attention to the most relevant aspects of your environment. But it's also important to remember that they may not always be right. And that isn't actually the point of them anyway. They do not give you a clear indication of a right or a wrong answer. Uh, You could label them as intuition, giving you the gist of a situation. Hints that are almost imperceptible at times, but other times can feel quite overwhelming, uncomfortable, uh, make us wary and drive. Uh, or act as a compulsion to act on something that we haven't clearly thought through. They are important when you don't have time to think, as your brain makes sense of very complex situations going on around you. It's analysing patterns and probabilities before your conscious mind has had a time to catch up. What does your gut instinct actually feel like? Well, I'm sure that you've probably experienced a situation where you felt uneasy with maybe no apparent reason for feeling that way at all. Maybe about someone you've just met, and I will talk a bit more about this later. Or a rush of affirmation or calm floods through you after you have made a difficult decision, convincing you that you've made the right one or that you're doing the right thing. Maybe you describe it as a small internal voice uh, talking to you in a variety of different ways. What are the signs of having a gut feeling? Well, there might be a flash of clarity, uh, tension or tightness in your body, goosebumps or even a prickly type feeling butterflies or sometimes nausea, a sinking sensation in the pit of your stomach. You may get sweaty palms or even sweaty feet. You may have thoughts that keep returning to a specific person or situation. There could be feelings of peace, safety, happiness or fulfilment. And all of this can come on instantly, but they don't always need to be strong or overwhelming. 
They are called gut feelings because they do actually come from your gut. We have what's called a brain-gut connection. We actually have brain cells or types of cells that are like brain cells lining our digestive tract, around 100 million neurons or so, uh, which is actually more that are in your spinal cord. So it makes it possible for emotional experiences to register as stomach distress, maybe stomach twinges, stomach pains, or even uh, sickness. In this space, your brain is evaluating and decoding cues that are nonverbal, like body language and, and the energy that's around you. It's constantly scouring the environment automatically to prepare for any given situation, and your past experiences will have a huge influence on what your brain is predicting. Gut feelings are not paranoia, uh, and neither are they anxiety although you may get similar bodily reactions and sensations. They come up in specific situations that require your intuition, when you are required to make a decision um, about something or someone. Paranoia, on the other hand, is an unjustified suspicion or mistrust of a situation or someone else, and anxiety is when your thoughts have gone off into the future and created a potential negative outcome that you're trying to work through. And both of these are very likely to put you into the stress response. When asked about his source of genius, Albert Einstein is quoted to have said, I believe in intuitions and inspirations. I sometimes feel that I am right, but do not know that I am. It is much better to trust those instincts and test them later than to dismiss them out of hand. Without your gut instinct, you are likely to forever be stuck in what's called analysis paralysis at times, as you just can't think your way through making a choice or how you need to act. People uh, do use theirs um, and it can be seen to be more capable of judging someone's honesty and integrity. And in one experiment, people were seen to be able to decide which designer handbags were fake by just using their judgment rather than an analytical approach to the test. So in some cases, you can benefit from letting your mind wander as the subconscious crunches the data and leads you to make a decision. Now that we have an idea about what your gut instinct is, I will now explain why this episode is called When Your Gut Instinct Misleads You. According to the latest research, the quality of your gut instincts are correlated to your overall emotional intelligence, or EI. The EI is your ability to observe and manage your own feelings so that those feelings are expressed appropriately and effectively. So what if you haven't attained that level of EI to be able to observe and act on those feelings in your gut in the best way possible? And how, seeing as this is the Relationship Guy show, is this related to your relationship choices? Your gut instincts could be leading you astray 
and you will continue to make bad choices for your life and the future of getting the healthy and fulfilling relationships you want. Uh, so because sometimes your messages are very nuanced and more complicated than you first realize. Have you ever sat opposite someone, maybe at dinner or out for coffee and thought, this person I have dreamt of dating my whole life, but yet you weren't quite feeling it. And yet on other occasions, you sit opposite someone that you know that there is something about the situation that doesn't quite feel right and you are feeling it. And do you find yourself coming up with reasons why you don't see this going any further. Perhaps you might have thoughts like, um, they didn't seem interested enough in my job. Um, he walked me to my car, but he should have asked me to text him when I got home safely. They don't call enough or message me back in the right amount of time. They are more into this, into this than me. Um, and I may only end up hurting them in the long run, so I'll just get out of this now. Do you friend zone these people far too quickly, end it, or ghost them when actually you know that they're really nice people? Well, there'll be reasons why you do this, and why might they be? Well, it could be that you just aren't feeling it, that you aren't ready or able to commit to a relationship yet, or, you know, this person just isn't right for you. But there could be something inside of you that can see this person as a keeper, but you're just not right in the headspace to make that step forward. Whereas the other person, the one that you knew would be bad for you or that wouldn't last, well, that's a much better option for you because you just knew at a deeper level that you didn't need to commit, that you could refrain from connecting to them at a deeper level uh, at any cost. Another reason could be that you are attracted to a certain type and a certain type of person is attracted to you. Because your brain learns how to do relationships at a very early age and this can be reinforced as you start to make your, will, uh, your way through the world of uh, intimate relationships, your subconscious is leading you to recognise these things and lead you down the same path each time. So here are some examples of how this works. If you learn that relationships are unreliable, um, that they always go a certain way, then you will look out for those signs when you meet someone. You recognize these as familiar and your brain sends signals that this is what you know, so you can go for it. And unfortunately, although this may feel right, it is getting those signals all mixed up and is leading you into something the same. Something that fulfills what you believe that you know about yourself and relationships. So how do you see yourself? If you've learned to believe that you're unlovable or that in order to receive love, you need to people please, uh, then you will reject the possibility of a healthy relationship because you don't feel worthy. Your brain will tell you that it's not what you do, um, that it won't fulfill your needs if you don't please others, and therefore you will choose once again something that proves your negative 
um, or the word I like to use is maladaptive belief system to be correct. Uh, and if you feel this in your gut by all those connected neurons, as all the old signals will be triggered in your brain, fooling you that this is an okay option, when it is just going to lead you to the same old thing once again. I like to describe this as spiky and cotton wool situations. The spiky is going to hurt, but as you know it, um, and you also know that you'll survive it, and you can move on, your brain will choose that option. And you aren't aware of what the cotton wool feels like, but it will give you the love and safety and fulfillment that you want in a relationship, but it will pass you by because it's unknown to you and your experiences. And so your brain overlooks it and moves on. How do you change the patterns of relationships so that you attract and allow something better? So that a person who you've always dreamed of, the one that you sit across from that could actually bring some positivity to your life and show you that relationships can be good for you. Well, you need to check in with those gut instincts and recognize that they are leading you down the garden path to unfulfillment and unhappiness. If you don't feel that tinge of excitement or passion, this could be a positive thing as your brain hasn't triggered those old things that you were attracted to. But there is a caveat here that I can share from my personal experience. I used to be drawn to a certain type of person, one that had problems and I felt I needed to fix. I needed to make them happy. And this was always a dead end idea and created my belief outcomes um, that included destructive and sometimes abusive situations for myself. And then when I met my ex-wife, I was certain that I had worked on all of this stuff. And when this feeling, gut instinct, passion, whatever you want to call it now, was present, I believed I'd turned a corner. Well, I had, but the corner was one that led me into a different type of non-connected relationship. Someone who had their own issues, but there was no emotional fallout. So although eventually I would feel the same, and my same was that I wasn't good enough for them. I've said previously in other episodes that I had a pattern that meant I dated my dad and then I ended up marrying my mum. When I first met my ex-wife there wasn't the usual passion and attraction and I took it that I had changed and this is what a relationship should feel like. Uh, and you know also maybe how I feel about shoulds. As it turned out we didn't connect deeply and that is why those elements were missing so it was just wrong for me. For you to change your own relationship outcomes, you need to understand how you see relationships, what you expect them to be and what your role is to be within them. And also, how do you see yourself? Do you believe you are unworthy of something better than what you've had? Is it time to change your perception of you so that you can have the relationship that you truly deserve? One that you want to commit to knowing that it can be something beautiful 
happy and fulfilling, something that you can feel connected to, yeah, even though the thought of that might feel and sound quite fearful. If you're looking to work on these and attract the relationship into your life, then I cover these things in my Get Relationship Ready coaching program. Uh, you can just work through that on your own uh, with the online version, or you can add some additional coaching sessions, uh, work through the online program, and then have some one-to-one -one sessions with me too. Uh, just go to www.johnkinneycoaching.com and click on Coaching Programs and then Get Relationship Ready to see the options are available. Or if you want something more tailored to yourself, then we can always chat about my other coaching options. But in the meantime, uh, look at your gut instincts, where it might be leading you to. And if it's not serving you, think about how it could be time for you to change. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.